Good morning. Uh, well, we've been together for a little while now, so you know how this goes. Uh, good morning. Yeah, there we go. We, we have to have that talk back, that feedback. We get this synergy in the spirit of one another as we share. And uh, it's happy to be with you this morning. Um, and for those of you who have persevered and you have done all of your chapel requirements and you're still here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who are coming and still catching and making sure they're all levels leveled in terms of your accomplishment and your chapel requirements, wonderful. Good to have you here. Uh, to our faculty and staff and our students. And do we have any guests here with us this morning? Any guests? Just slip your hand up if you're a guest with us this morning. Yeah, come on. Let's, let's. Welcome. We're glad that you're here this morning as we spend this time in uh, what was, I think, announced by Eli as our last kind of regular chapel in this format. And then we have this wonderful celebration of praise, so to speak, on Friday and hope you're able to attend that as well. Um, I'm just here just, just to share with us, I think, something that's very fitting, that video uh, is a wonderful segue into what I think would be a, a wonderful message that will be helpful to all of us, whether you're students, staff, or faculty. I think this is something that we all deal with. Okay, let's pray first and then we'll jump right into it. Father, we're so grateful that you are so consistent with us. You're, you've given us the promise never to leave us or to forsake us. And we're so grateful that you never do. We might miss seeing you. We might miss acknowledging you, but you're still there. And we're so grateful. You're grateful. We're grateful because you're there in the highs and the lows, the good and the bad, and even the ugly. And we thank you for being a very present help in time of need during our time of transition. We give you praise and commit this time to you in Christ's name. And in his authority, we pray, amen. Amen. Well, I want to talk to us a bit about trusting God in transition. Trusting God in transition. So most of you have probably heard and saw uh, the, the announcement yesterday that I'm in transition, transitioning from the VP position into uh, the campus pastor. And I'm thrilled to be able to do that. I, the idea behind that and what I believe the Lord can do with us all in this role helps me to continue to serve God and to serve the Cornerstone community, students in particular. So I'm excited about that. Thank you, by the way, to those of you who have uh, connected with me by text or email and to give me well wishes and congratulations. I'm greatly appreciative of that. And for those of you I'll see later, um, looking forward to connecting with you. Questions are already coming, which is a good thing. That's a sign of acceptance right? and acknowledgement. I don't think you'll have an issue with what to call me. Are we good on that? There we go. All right. Pastor T, it's, it's all good. Uh, set that up early. I want to talk to us again just about transitions and trusting God in transitions. I'm going to let you identify this morning that you're in a transition. Every student should have their hand raised. Right, right. I'm going to share with you some things here that I think will connect with all of us with regard to transitions. And that video, again, shares with us that uh, those who matriculated to this university as, as uh, freshmen are finishing that. So they are transitioning to sophomore, sophomore to junior, junior to senior. And seniors are transitioning out 
into the world to take all that has been given to them, trained, taught, and God has this experience with God and all of the encounters. Now you get to live that out in real time. Do I interpret that silence as scary or are you excited about it? Still trying to gauge here. Uh, let's just say that you're somewhere in between, right? Excited, but oh, here we go, right? And, and that is a good place to be, particularly when God is with us and he's the one that we can count on. So transitions are happening all the time. Even continuing the idea of transitions uh, from the, being in the university and graduating and going out into the workforce. Uh, maybe some of you are going on to complete an advanced degree, which is fine. That's still a transition that causes change. Some of you may be getting married. That's a transition. I'm listening. Uh, for those of you, when I, when I give you these signs and I say these things, if that's where you are, I say woohoo or oh, oh. Wherever you might be with it. Um, and so getting married, and then there's a transition after being married and becoming a parent. Then you start having children. Uh, I do encourage you, if that's where you're heading, to wait a couple of years after you get married before you have children. Uh-huh. You'll enjoy and appreciate that wisdom uh, later on. But if you can't help yourself and you need to get started with the family right away, God will bless you too. It'll just be a different transition. Uh, some of you are transitioning into, into getting jobs. Uh, I, I stopped calling things jobs in the kingdom because uh, I called it work, a work that we do for God, which is different than a job or an assignment from God. Uh, that's, that's helpful to understand that God is taking me, you, into places in transition where he is assigning us. I'll share with you something that I shared with my team uh, during our retreat, that uh, we have in Christ, because we have the Holy Spirit, when we transition into, into work or into an assignment, then that means that we are anointed because we have the Holy Spirit in us. We're anointed. And then the place that he sends us, we are appointed. And then we are assigned. Can you repeat that after me? I'm anointed. I'm appointed and assigned by God in transition. It's important to understand that, to have that connection with him. All kinds of transitionings, uh, transitions are happening. There are transitions that happen if someone becomes infirm. Maybe there's some uh, physical or health issue or challenge. That's, that's a kind of a transition. Uh, most of those just kind of come out of nowhere. Um, there are transitions that happen if someone is disabled. Or maybe someone has lost a loved one um, uh, and they become in this place of transition where they are bereaved. Uh, there's a transition of retiring. And it's, that's a different transition. My wife has been retired for about, oh, about three years now. It's an interesting thing that goes on in our house in the morning. At about 6 o'clock, uh, sometimes maybe 5, I wake up and get out of the bed. She turns over. Right? Because she's retired. She doesn't have to get up like I do, and she can enjoy that. But, so I think I'm about through that transition of being 
a little awkward and having to get up and she's staying there enjoying some more rest. We are constantly in transitions. Uh, there are businesses and organizations, uh, institutions like Cornerstone that is in transition. Uh, and if you are in higher ed in any way, it's in perpetual transition. That's happening all the time. Changes are happening all the time. Transition happens all of the time. Here's the thing. It's not a matter of whether we or if we will experience transition. It's when we experience transition. Every one of us through life experience not just one but multiple transitions. It should and can be expected. If you want to use this other word, another word is change. Right? Everyone experiences change to some level, and, and this happens throughout our lives. Even the transition of maturing in Christ, those are transitions or changes that we hope should happen. Changes, transitions happen all the time. That's not the question. The question is this. What do we do? Who are we when we go through transitions? How do we handle others when we go through life's transitions? When we go through transitions, are transitions handling us or are we handling the transition? Uh, I, I, when we go through transitions, um, what's our reaction or response to it? Do we, do we react just reacting without knowing what to do, feeling lost, a sense of not knowing where to go or how to handle it? Or do we respond uh, because we have the Word of God, we have the Holy Spirit that's guiding us through that? Or are we somewhere in between? Because all of those things can be true. But these are relevant questions that we need to ask so we can learn how to transition well. I want to read through, uh, just give us a little definition of the word transition from the Latin is transitionum, and it's the noun that describes the process uh, or a period of changing from one state to another. So transition is a process of, of changing from one state to another. If we don't know how to do something in the workplace or if we don't know how to accomplish something, it's something new to us, we're transitioning. We want to transition to learn how to do something well or better. Are you still with me? Are you tracking? This is the time where you talk back. Okay, very good. Are you, you're tracking? All right, so, so educators, uh, faculty, if you're teaching a class for the first time, Right? Um, you want to teach it to learn about that, and then you want to transition into becoming better, yes? Thank you, there. Thank you, very good. Very good. Yeah, but, and so, and, and students, as you are studying in your courses, right? You, uh, I always offer courses as uh, adjunct faculty, I always offer this. Uh, when you start the course, you already have a 4.0. You just need to maintain that for the rest of the semester. Well, that's quite a transition, right? That's where the transitioning and challenges come in, just maintaining that. But the work of that is important. So that's that word. Now, the verb form of this is transire. And I want to share this with you because it's going to be important for this passage of Scripture that we're going to read in just a moment. The verb form is transire. Uh, and what it means is to go across. 
the Hebrew word of transition is a bear, and in excuse me, all bar, and it is to pass over, to pass through, or to pass by. It's an action word. Essentially that we're going over something. We're going across something. We're transitioning from one area to the next. You might remember when uh, Joshua uh, was leading uh, the, the Israelites and they were getting ready to cross over the Jordan, right? And there were some specific instructions that God gave them um, and even to consecrate themselves. And it was consecrate for tomorrow the Lord will do great things among us. In other words, God was transitioning them from where they were over into a promised land that he had reserved for them. They had to transition into it. We have to think about transitions because they are part of life and we need to make sure we learn how to transition well. I want you to help the person next to you and ask them, are you learning how to transition life well? It's just, just, a, it's just a question. Just a question. It's, it's kind of that accountability thing. It's just a question. So, so this idea of, of crossing over, of passing over. Okay, you can come back. You can come back. This, this idea of crossing over and passing uh, over is important uh, to understand. We're going to look at this passage in Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4, and this is about, again, trusting God in transition. Now, before I read this, I want to set this up a bit. Uh, so this is a time where Jesus, in Mark chapter 4, is teaching about the kingdom. And as he's teaching about the kingdom, he's using parables to do this. He talks about, in the, earlier in the chapter, uh, about the parable of the sower. How many remember that one? The parable of the sower, and then he's asked about that, and then he comes back and even explains what that parable means. He's asked about parables. Why do you teach in parables? And then he comes back and he responds to say, well, I teach in parables, but the mystery of the kingdom of God has been given to you, his disciples. And so he's continuing to, to teach and he's explaining parables. He's explaining the process of this seed that he's using as an analogy to describe and explain what the kingdom looks like. He continues on and compares the kingdom of God to a mustard seed. He's teaching them about faith. He's teaching them about the seed, and he's teaching them about the kingdom. And then we enter into this moment of this passage that we're going to read. It was important to give you the background of that because it illuminates some things that Jesus is doing and helping us understand through this particular transition that the disciples are going through. Here it is. On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, Let's cross over. Hmm. Let's transition. Let's cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already feeling. But he was in the stern asleep on the pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, 
who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? This is interesting, this transition that they're going on just after Jesus has taught them about the kingdom and taught them about how their faith should be activated through this analogy of a seed. He has taught them this, and now they are with him. He is on the boat with them during this transition that he said himself, let's go to the other side. Let's go over. Let's transition. Jesus himself said, let's transition. But in spite of that, Jesus saying that, he's telling them, let's transition. They are still fearful. They've just been taught Jesus is on the boat with them and they're transitioning. What does this tell us? That tells us that there are times of transition. Sometimes transition can be so, so, so large in our eyes. It can be so difficult and so challenging until we see the transition bigger than Jesus. And he is right there on the boat with us. Now, this suggests that Jesus is with us, he's present, but not necessarily acknowledge until the trouble comes. It's good that Jesus is there when trouble comes, hallelujah, but notice what they had to do. They had in their desperation to go wake him up. During time of transition, can produce desperation because it produces fear. And in fear, we begin to worry and doubt and be suspicious and be insecure. And all of these things are coming together in a time of transition that makes us uncomfortable and fearful. And we have to go and even in our anxiety and all of this, these feelings and expressions and emotions, we have to learn how to wake Jesus up. We don't do that as easily in those circumstances, but he is there. Here's the point. Regardless of the place of transition, regardless of the timing of transition, regardless of, of how it happens and how it makes us feel, we have to muster up and believe and know that what Jesus has already taught us is in us and we can wake him up and have the assurance that he's going to calm the winds and the seas of transition. He does. Seniors, you may feel a little on, uneasy about making this transition. You've been taught and trained well by your parents. The experiences that you've had here at Cornerstone, make sure you wake Jesus up. Those of you who are advancing into the next grade and next class, uh, you've made some wonderful accomplishments. And then as you continue to move on, make sure that you transition well and make sure you're spending time with God, with Christ, to know that he is on your boat of transition. Wherever you are, a faculty and staff, as we're going through another transition, praise God, we've just, we're, we're almost at the end. Commencement weekend is coming. 
honors convocation, baccalaureate, commencement itself in a new way, uh, uh, combining all the commencements into one. All of that is transition. But please know that the same Jesus that was there before we entered into the transition is the same Jesus that with us in the transition. He's the same Jesus who said, let's go over to the other side. And if Jesus said it, you can count on it. Believe him. Let's just go to the other side. Because our Savior said that we will. Now, he doesn't promise that. You won't, we won't go through something. He doesn't promise that we won't be challenged. Um, but, but there should be a transitioning that is transforming. If, 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 if we're going to go through something, we should probably take advantage of the time and grow through something. And if we do that well enough, if we're really spending time and seeing the classwork uh, as, and the homework and the study as part of worship, as a faculty member, if we're considering that tough work of, of putting those courses together and establishing all the course learning objectives and maybe the program learning objectives, if we see that as our contribution to the kingdom, as we get to, to study and inform students, if we see that as worship, then we are really transitioning well. And the transition, uh, when we worship God in those times, gives him glory and honor, and we can transition to know that not only as a faculty we're making to the other side, but we're helping to shepherd students to do the same thing academically. In fact, why don't we just give you a hand now for helping to transition these students well, and, and to the staff of whom, of whom are doing a, a number of things behind the scenes, including from the executive team to, to the middle managers and everywhere and every person in between, you are helping to make the transition well because as we lift Jesus up, he says, if we lift him up in all this transition, then he'll draw all men to himself. We'll know that he's awake, not only in the external of this time of transforming during a time of transition, but we'll know that he's alive inside of us. And he's awakened. And he's doing a work in us because he will do that work to the day of completion. I'm just reminded of a scripture as I'm getting happy up here. Eyes have not seen, ear has not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the thing that God has prepared, prepared before those who love him. But he says, it continues to say, but God will reveal these things to us by, help me with it, by his spirit. As we transition, he gives us the assurance that he is with us and that he is guiding us and that he will take us to the finished work that Jesus has already done. We're in him. He's in us. We're transitioning. And as long as we keep him alive inside of us, we are going to make it through the transition successfully. There's so much more I want to tell you, but I don't have enough time. I'm having a tough time recalling it, but I'll get to you after the, after the message. Someone else knows, just shout it out. We'll get to you after the message. Uh, growing up, um, there was this song 
that came to my heart when I was growing up as a little boy in the Baptist tradition. And I think it's just very fitting as I close out. And some of you may know it. The lyrics, it's written by Jenny Wilson. It's called Hold On, Hold to God's Unchanging Hands. How many of you know that? It, it says, time is filled with swift transition. Not of earth unmoved can stand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hands. And then the refrain says, hold to his hand. God's unchanging hand. Um, build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hands. And then I'll get to the, the last verse of this. There are four of them, but I'll get to the last one. It says this. When your journey is completed, if to God you have been true, Fair and bright, the home and glory, your enraptured soul will view. Trust God in transition, and you'll be able to fulfill all that he has purposed and called you to do. Let's pray together. Father, we're grateful. Thank you that we can put our trust in an eternal God who is ever before us, ever for us, unconditionally loving us and helping us in this life's journey to transition from faith to faith, glory to glory. We thank you as we depart from this last regular chapel that we never depart from your presence. Whether faculty, staff, students, we are sure that you are with us. You never leave us or forsake us. And for those who are still doubtful of that, we pray that you visit them with an encounter to give them the blessed assurance that Jesus is theirs too. We give you praise and thanks in all things. In Christ's name and in his authority, let everyone say amen. God bless you. You are dismissed. Have a great day.